Welcome back to the Business Launch Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez and Familia. Today, we're going to talk about a shifting market. Many of us are feeling the changes that are happening, right? We have spiritual shifts, we have economic shifts, we have social shifts, and more importantly for those of us in online business, we have business shifts. Everything is changing and that can bring a little bit of stress, a little bit of chaos. So I'm really excited because I have my co-pilot with me here today, Christopher Michael Harris, and we're going to get into what is really happening right now and how you can position yourself for success regardless. All right, let's get into the show. Welcome to the Business Lounge Podcast, where each week we unpack the hottest online marketing and business strategies so you can grow your business, increase your bottom line, and make a bigger impact. And now, here's your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez. All right, fam, it's your girl, Kim, and I'm joined here, like I said, with my co-pilot, best friend, business partner, Christopher Michael Harris. We're so excited to be here with you. Um, one of the things that we have been seeing, Chris, as we're talking to people in our coaching group, as we're talking to our own coaches, our mastermind groups, um, and even just speaking with some of the business owners here locally, is we're experiencing a pretty radical shift right now. 2023 has been a weird year. It's been a weird year in business. It's been an even weirder year politically, weird year socially, weird year uh, all around. There's a lot of things shifting um, in the world, not just in the marketplace, that are really interesting. And I feel like since the pandemic, we've been on this like wild ride of non-ending changes. And I think a lot of people are feeling a little overwhelmed. So how are you kind of just perceiving what's happening in the market um, before I just kind of like jump in with some some tips, some insights, some perspective? I think it's what you said. I think, I don't know a time that we've experienced all the different things that are happening. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like social shifts, there's economic shifts, there's war abroad. That's always a huge shift. Right. Um, there, you know, like there's just a lot of things. And then not to mention, uh, you know, we're still shifting from the pandemic. Yeah. And I think people we're seeing, we're seeing, and it, it, it affects a lot of people as well, just the ways they're showing up in the world, the offers mm -hmm. that they're interested in. We're seeing a lot of people, they want more one-on-one -on -one connection. Right. Um, that's a big shift. So I think there's so many different levels to the shift that it's hard for a lot of people to pinpoint, but we're all noticing it in our own unique ways. For sure. And I was just talking to one of my business coaches and they're seeing a shift as well, mm -hmm. a little bit. So we're doing a lot of comparing notes yeah. uh, with a lot of people. Like you said, a lot of our, our clients and our students are experiencing shifts as well. It's just, it's so important to navigate, my goodness. Yeah. And yeah. I will I will say this, and I know you want to jump into some tips, but man, one of the biggest tips I think is as far as where I'm sitting is um, what was imparted upon us, which was if you wait until the shift is like finished mm -hmm. shifting, you're behind. Mm. Like you've got to really keep your ear to the ground uh, and make sure that you know what's going on and that you're staying ahead of those shifts so that you don't get left behind. Yep. And we've been in those seasons before where we were a little bit slow to shift and you definitely pay for it. It's painful. And sometimes it's really hard to move quickly enough to like catch back up. 
yeah or the market shifted entirely and your messaging isn't where it needs to be so anyways i'll have to say i don't want to jump ahead but yeah it, it's a lot of different things happening right now and, and i understand why people are scared concerned worried anxious yeah maybe than they've ever been before and rightfully so for sure. And I think like, you know, it's kind of overcomplicated by the fact that many people are going through their own personal shifts. You know, right. some people in our coaching program, actually, we have, we have three ladies who um, are or are going into their maternity leave, right? They're shifting mm-hmm. from um, maybe having one baby to having two or having their first baby and also being a full-time um, businesswoman. That's a yeah. hard shift, Right. Some people are moving totally different locations, right? They're moving to different states, looking for maybe better policies, a lesser, um, a less expensive cost of living. Um, Cut my hair. Seriously. Right. See, it's crazy. Um, L.A. True story. There you go. And so some people are moving back home to be closer to family. Some people are moving away from from home, right, to, to find a new opportunity, a new job. Um, just lots of different things happening also in the personal side of things that I think we can sometimes just feel like it's too much. You know, I'm that yeah. kind of person where, like, I get a little – I am definite – okay, so – Backstory, Enneagram, <laughs> I'm Enneagram one, wing two. And so as the reformer, um, I love order. I love order. Chaos drives me insane. And so when there's so much chaos personally or there's chaos in the world, it's hard for people like me to like find our footing and figure out like yeah. how to process fast enough. Not to mention, I feel like our world is already running way too fast. We haven't fully adapted. You know, we have AI and we have freaking, you know, web 3.0 and cryptocurrency. There's just like, everything's moving really fast. And so I think one of the skills that we can um, absolutely build in this season is the art of slowing ourselves down enough to look at the opportunity. So we're not just like going with society, going with what the norm has been to like, go, 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 run so fast that you're trying to keep up, but you're not doing it smartly. You're just kind of like shifting with every trend and then you end up in more chaos because we've seen that too, where everyone's like, jump on this and then jump on the other thing. You're going to get left behind with AI and then they end up just creating this discombobulated mess in their business and in their life that it doesn't lead anywhere. So we yeah. have to find that balance between pivoting and adapting to the market, but not jumping the gun so much that we just create a mess. There's a difference between strategic direction and flailing. Hmm. Wow. And chasing the trends frantically. And Kim said this yesterday, actually. She was like, when, when I have a plan and I know what to do, I'm good. Yep. When I don't have a plan and I don't know where to go, that's where the anxiety and the stressors start to to chime in, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of that flailing and and trying things, I respect people that are ta- that are doing things, right? You're trying to make it happen, but sometimes, and now more than ever, and I can speak to this because you know we're people of faith, and God has given us a, mm. a strong message to both of us about this is a season of mentors. Mm. And make sure that you have wisdom and guidance of people that have navigated seasons like this in the past Yep. to make sure that you are developing a strategic direction, that you're not just trying every single bell, whistle, or fancy marketing strategy or chasing shiny objects on the internet because you can get just as lost in that as if you were just 
than if you were just sitting home and blocking everything out and just focused on your business. Yeah. And I can attest to that personally. I'm A to D to D to D, right? And me <laughs> just chasing all the trends, that's bad news for me, man. Yeah. But if you if you align me with somebody and they understand my vision and where I'm trying to go and they've been there and they've walked that path and they can help me navigate that, then I can bring my creativity into a lane, mm-hmm. right? Knowing a direction that I need to go. So I, I think we're overloading ourselves with information yeah. because we're trying to find those solutions. Yeah. Because we are trying to find answers we are trying to be proactive in seeing which way this thing is shifting. So I can empathize to a large degree where, where people are probably at, where they're feeling maybe the, like I said, the anxieties and the worries that they have around all this. Um, it's just a matter of like, we got to get smart, not just try harder, right? Yeah, yeah It's really sure. focused work, not, you know, aimless work. And I think that's so critical in a season like this. For sure. And I love that you bring that up because that's, that's probably tip number one, right? Like get in community, Find a good group coaching group, like find a good mentor, get help one-on-one. It's interesting, Chris, because I just, as I'm listening to you, I think I just made that connection where you mentioned how the market is actually craving more one-on-one. And I Mm -hmm. always attributed that to uh, COVID and the pandemic, you know, isolation, lockdowns, people feeling disconnected. But I think it's more than that. I think we are wired. There's something inside of us as humans that when there is instability, immediately we seek, right? Support. True. We seek like tribes, our people, True. connection. Um, and I think that's a beautiful thing. I don't, yeah. I don't see that as a negative. I think that's a, a really good positive. And the reason I mentioned that is because some people are, you know, concerned. They're seeing um, the market shift, especially like if you are in the course business, if you're a coach, if you're an expert, you're seeing that maybe your course sales aren't going as well as they used to. Um, And I think it's because people are really wanting that like done with you, which by the way, we've talked about this in the podcast. I told you guys about how we were shifting our business model last year. um, And we will link that episode in the description below if you're curious about that. But yeah. I had never made that connection. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. There's a there's an interesting story to prove your your point there, by the way. Mm-hmm. So Target got really strategic. Target, the retail store, mm-hmm. um, got really strategic. And what they started to do is they realized that in seasons of chaos, they could influence people to just do all of their shopping in one place. And what more chaotic whoa, than a woman whoa, going whoa, through- Whoa, whoa, pause, pause, pause. So quick, quick, quick. You said something really, really important. So in seasons mm-hmm. of chaos, people want to do things in one place. Why? They want because it's over it, it reduces the overwhelm. Exactly. Right. Interesting. So so what the, so what happened was they realized that during those like really critical life seasons, mm-hmm. we tend to we tend to when we're ingrained in our habits, it's hard for us to change those habits. Yeah. Case in point, the movie theaters are still struggling from COVID mm-hmm. because we had several years where it wasn't a part of people's lives, where it used to be such a part of our culture. They're still reeling from that. Right. Target knew that. And this is where you can flip it to your advantage as an mm-hmm. opportunity. Target knew that. And so what they did was in their baby product sections for, for expecting mothers or for newborn mothers, they would place like random things next to that, like home items and things that maybe they would incorporate to do all of their shopping there because the mom that's in a chaotic space because the world is crazy because she's like up mm-hmm. 18 hours a day and the baby's right. crying through the night would just start to get off. And then, so they would slowly transition her into buying just all of her stuff at target and to become wow. a bigger target consumer. 
That's wild. Um, That's some crazy, yeah, so, crazy behavioral yeah. marketing. Yeah, super crazy, right? But but here's the deal, though, and we often say this, and I don't think this is one of your tips, but sometimes when I hear things like that or I read things like that, it it, it allows me to utilize a case study to apply it to our own business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. Can you can you meet the market where they're at? Give them what they're wanting. Help them reduce that overwhelm. Be the counter to the chaos in a yeah, lot of ways. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because think about what's going on in the world. People feel scared, anxious, uncertain, like all those things. So how can you counter that and make them feel like they belong, feel like they can be I certain, feel like they have a plan, feel like they have direction? I love that. I absolutely love that. I think we're never going to bring up something challenging, something hard, and just like leave you guys <laughs> with, mm-hmm. the, with the like super, you know, bahumbug attitude. And I think that's so important because yes, there is this wisdom about acknowledging what's really happening in the market. Like we need to talk about it, right? Yeah. We, we got to talk about it. We got to discuss it, but we can't just like think that, oh my gosh, this is it. Yeah. I'm going to lose my business. This is it. There's no more business to be had. This yeah. is it. You know, I, I my product is not going to sell. My, my course is not going to sell. My programs aren't going to sell. No, 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 no. My services. Yeah. Right. We're still seeing people double their launches. We're still seeing people like make a ton of money because they're willing to adapt their offers, right? Because they're willing to pivot. And so what you said is so amazing, Chris, because if we are able to infuse more encouragement into our marketing, if we're able to have a little bit more handholding in our programs, in our products, if we meet people where they're at, where maybe, you know, we, we didn't take before in person, um, you know, coaching or services. Maybe we do that now, you know, maybe, maybe we, we get on the phone and we talk to people on the phone versus just doing email marketing, right? There's a lot of things that we can do, um, in terms of pivoting and shifting and adapting that will end up growing your business because most people aren't going to do those things. Most businesses are going to stay stuck doing, you know, the same thing they've always done. And I love this quote by Tony Robbins. I was actually, um, adding this to to our notes, I, I was it just, I remembered that I had read it somewhere. And he says, you know, if you do the thing that you have always done, you're going to get what you have always gotten. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have a new strategy, a new perspective, some fresh ideas, you're just going to get stuck in the same place. And we don't want to leave you guys stuck. We want you to think about, you know, what is it that maybe isn't working that wasn't working anyway in your business? Maybe you were spending yeah. way too much time answering emails and replying to people's DMs on Instagram. Maybe you were working way too many hours, and this is an opportunity for you to figure out how to meet your market and still work less. Meet your right. market and charge higher prices. Meet yep. your market and figure out how you can actually make more money as a result, which is what I'm seeing too in a lot of businesses who are willing to pivot. Hey you, sorry to interrupt this episode, but did you hear? We have fan mail on the podcast, which means that now you get to text us your questions, your suggestions for future episodes, and you also get to give us feedback on what you like and don't like about the show. So 
from any of the episodes on your favorite podcast app, you'll see in the description right up top, it's going to say, text me a question. You can follow that link and send us a text message and we'll get it right into our podcast app, which is so amazing because now I don't have to tell you guys, hey, go follow us on Instagram and DM us your questions. You could do it right here from the show. So what are you waiting for? Ask us the question, ask for recommendations, or give us feedback on what our next episode should be all about. Like our friend from Tyler, Texas, who just wrote in and said, hey, I would love to see what it looks like to work with Kimberly. I have products that are not selling. They're great products and we can get them to the cart, but abandon it. Need help with the offer and the process. Is this something you offer? I need eyes on the price. And listen, friend from Tyler, Texas, yes, we do. And we're going to do a whole episode just answering your question because it was that good. And hey, if you want to be shouted out, if you want your questions answered, or if you're just curious about a specific topic that we cover on the show, all you have to do is follow that little link below each episode that says, text me a question and you can text us right from your mobile device. All right, back to the show. Yeah. The, the key is that there's always going to be a new opportunity mm -hmm. and it's just a matter of being willing to find it. I'll give you an example. Cause I know we mentioned like courses and coaches and stuff like that. Yeah. This is regardless of what type of business you run, this works. My first business was a moving company. If you follow us, you know, that's my story. Mm -hmm. And we benefited from after the 0809 housing crisis you know this was 2011 2012 and so that was still very fresh right people were still moving around and so a lot of people were downsizing or they were finding new jobs in other states um so we i mean the amount of stuff we moved in and out of storage for people because they went yeah. back to an apartment because they couldn't afford their home anymore or they got a new job in philadelphia or colorado springs and all places we move people was outrageously huge because mm. we were positioned for that yeah. We also got a lot of opportunities working with doing installation work for big apartment communities or for the University of Georgia, right? Like institutions that have a lot of funding that still, I call it, we call them PWMs, players with money. Um, those people are still going to be spending in those economies. It's a matter of positioning yourself for those. We made millions of dollars just doing those installation work or that installation work rather for big entities that were $100 million plus companies or massive, you know, college institutions. So the, the new market will always exist, and or the new opportunity, rather. The last thing I'll say is this. Um, statistics actually show that more new millionaires are made during bad economic times than, mm. than good economic times. Yeah. And the reason is because there's so much shifting going on, and you have an opportunity. The people that do find the new opportunity are the people that become those new millionaires in the market. So yeah. don't take that for granted. That's just literally a statistical fact. I'm not, that's not my opinion. Um, it's a matter of now the opportunity is ripe for the taking and mm. the big like elites in the world, they look forward to economic downturns mm. because everything's at a discount. They can buy more stock. They can do, they can buy more assets. There's different things they can do. They make moves. They, they're movers and shakers during those economic times. So I think you just have to back up a little bit. I always say this when in doubt back out, right? Like <laughs> zoom out and yeah. look at things like over the course of history, it's always when we have downturns. It, we always come back and over the course of history, it's been higher than it was. If you look at the S&P 500 or any of the stock markets, they're always higher than they were before at some point in time. We always are an upward trajectory and we always have been. So you just have to keep that perspective of this is a season, this is a time, things tend to get a little crazy, then they settle back down. How are you going to position yourself in the chaos to find the new opportunity to position yourself when things do stabilize and get back to normal? 
For sure. I love that. And I think, you know, I, I think about a company like Chick-fil-A, for example, I think they've mastered the art of the pivot. They're so good at figuring out like what their customers want. Um, I heard that their revenue numbers are ridiculous this year because they were able to adapt their stores from being dine-ins, you know, where to people were, through. yeah, they, before the pandemic, people were going to Chick-fil-A in the store and eating yep. in the store to now they've mastered the drive-through to such extent where, you know, they have um, the guy or the gal with the, the iPad taking your order before you even get close to the store. Yeah. Um, yep. So it's so interesting to see how <sighs> companies are using the shifting of the market and building bigger businesses as a result. It's not always like, oh, bad economic times. Like we've been in a bad economy for a good three years now. You know, there's yeah. there's been, despite what the experts have been saying, the numbers have been clear and obvious we, since day one. So if you actually it. do your research, right, we've been talking about it. If you do your research, you know this is not new. Um, so what we're really seeing is how the market is responding to those changes. And I just love that story. I love the story of like, you know, Blockbuster versus Netflix. If you mm. do not adapt to what the market is looking for, you're going to find yourself in a world of trouble. And so I don't want that to be like a fear thing. I just want it to catapult you and that you can hear the truth in a way that gets you excited about the opportunity, not just, oh my gosh, you know, I'm going to lose my business or because we jump to that conclusion all yeah. the time. And it's like, no, 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 guys, listen, a couple's changes, small things can make the biggest difference. I think of, of client, Chris, for example, um, you know, your one of your coaching clients who had the gym. I couldn't believe how quickly one small change in his business made him a hundred thousand dollars. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but I I thought it was just yeah. We incredible. have a free class coming up next this coming Tuesday, the twenty fourth, and we're going to get into details about that. Shameless one, yeah. plug. But yeah, that that <laughs> we're, there's many examples of of yeah. things like that, hidden opportunities, things that people you get so you get your, the blinders up so much in your business. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's because you're too involved in the day to day. Yeah. You're too much yeah. in the business. And I know everybody's heard and you know, they're probably tired of hearing it. You got to work on your business. You can't work in your business. And it's like, <laughs> okay, but how do I do that? Like, that's not yeah. like a light switch kind of thing. Like there's real things. There's chaos. There's crazy. Like I got to pay my right. bills. I can't just let things just burn while I go folk work on my business. Right. Mm -hmm. So I get that. And there's a way to do that. And that's what we're going to talk about inside that class. But with him, it was just a blind spot. You know, mm -hmm. it was, he needed, somebody to come in with fresh perspective that knew what they're talking about that had navigated a season like that to give them that suggestion and, and like you said in 21 days um we won't say exactly how you got to show for the class for that but uh, <laughs> in 21 days he added a hundred thousand dollars in in top line revenue and yeah. he'd been stuck at like 200 to 300 thousand dollars annually for like eight years. years seven yeah. years um, yeah. and we did it so in three weeks cool. so th this is possible for everyone that's the thing. Like, it doesn't matter what niche you're in. Um, if you are willing to put in the work and make a couple of shifts, if you're looking, if you're willing to put yourself in the right circle, like if you don't want to join our, we have communities, like we have the business lounge and we, we have courses, we have coaching programs. If you don't want to join ours, that's cool. Join somebody's like, you're going yeah. to need someone else to, who's not involved in the day to day, who can look at your business from a different perspective and say like, listen, this is what you need to do. Like, go do it. Like, it's it's not that hard. Just change these things, fix these things, go do. And that's been the case for us. Like, we're always talking to our, our coaches and mentors who are like, listen, 
this one thing here in this area. You, you yep. need to change that and it'll change everything else. And yep. um, I, I just, I think that's a beautiful thing. I think it's a beautiful yep. opportunity for us to really level up and connect with people in a different way. Now, the third thing that I think is really important and positive and will close out the podcast is that when it comes to your marketing, you want to be speaking to people on a more personalized level. Mm. How can you actually pivot your marketing to be more personalized? You know, can you have a chat on your website where before people had to fill out a form? Can you yep. actually like even take it to the next level and have like a video of you in the web chat with a tool like video ask um, and make it conversational? You know, can you put your phone number out there where before maybe that wasn't something that, you know, was available? How can you make your marketing more personal? I think this is going to be the era of communities again, Chris. I think we're yeah. going to see people go and we've been pred you've been predicting this inside of the business launch for years yeah. now. <laughs> I think you talked about that in 2020 um, where people are just going to go back to their tribes. And yeah. I think that's so, so important. So if you don't have a community, how can you build one? If you have a community, how can you shift it? By the way, high ticket is hot right now. So if you don't have a high ticket product or a service, this is the time to launch that thing, in my opinion. We're seeing that work really well. So there's a lot of things that you can do to make your marketing more personable. People want to hear and they want to connect and they want to have a relationship more than they want to be in all the things all at once. They don't want to be reading all the blogs and listening to all the podcasts and yeah. being in all the Facebook groups. They want to be in select groups of people that they really resonate with. So guys, I hope that these three tips have been helpful. Chris, final words of wisdom, anything else you want to share with our audience before we let them go? I'll tell you this guys, and I'm going to share more of this about, uh, about what I'm about to say in the class on Tuesday. I don't think many of you are like this. I really don't. We've talked to a lot of you and I don't think you're like this, but be willing to admit you don't know what you don't know. Mm. I waited too long to hire my first coach and to get plugged in and get help in a season that was really turbulent for me in my first business. And we had already struck the iceberg of the Titanic at that point. Mm -hmm. Like by the time I hired a coach, you know, like things were already, it, things weren't good, right? So I think the people that have a good, strong sense of humility, confidence in humility, that know what Kim just said is so important, having community, having a group coaching or a coach or mentors. It does take a spirit of being coachable mm -hmm. and it does take a sense of humility to, sure. be co to be taught something that maybe you don't know, to enter into some, un some, some areas that are uncomfortable, right? Like that's really tough. Mm -hmm. Stuff like this is really gonna stretch you and you just have to know that at the, on the other side of it, it's gonna stretch you for the best the outcome is completely uh, completely contingent upon you. Right. You're going to get stretched regardless. Yep. You might as well have a favorable outcome. Ooh, wait, so, wait, 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 wait. Let's say that again. Let's say that again. Hold up, hold up, because these are words of wisdom, okay? There's two kinds of pain. The pain of discipline or the yeah. pain of regret. That's another yeah. Tony Robbins quote. I'm on a roll with Tony Robbins. Yeah. But that's exactly what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that's super important. And it's okay to be like, you know what, what got you here maybe won't get you there. And that's mm -hmm. totally fine. 
Um, things happen, things adapt. I wish sometimes I wish everything could just stay the same. I wish yeah. Friday nights I could just go to Blockbuster and come <laughs> home with my Pizza Hut and like just have a dandy good night. But like the market changed and it adapted and it's just yeah. the nature of the world. And so had Blockbuster launched a Blockbuster streaming service, they had so much brand favorability with us. We would have never even considered never. Oh, what's Netflix. What is yep. Netflix? Yeah, you know, and I mean, didn't. we have such and an emotional connection with that brand as kids, right? Like I that know. was the jam. It was Pizza Hut I, and I, Blockbuster. If they launched a digital streaming service right now, I think it's a mistake. <laughs> by the way, with how unfavorable Netflix and some of these streaming services yes. are with their content, if right. I were Blockbuster, if I could, Come if back. I had the money, I would buy that IP right now <laughs> and I would launch Blockbuster streaming service. Get, <laughs> I promise you, if it was like. <laughs> Old school, good, wholesome <laughs> content. It would rip. Anyways, another topic. No, for another day. that's good. But guys, lesson here. It's never too late for a comeback. It's never too late. Okay? No. If you have slid off a little bit, if if you haven't been marketing the way you need to, if you know that things in your business have not been running the way that they have, they, yeah. they have to, this is a time. Come back stronger. Right? Slide back in. <laughs> no, no explanations needed. Just get 100%. it going. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cool. I love it. Okay, fam. So I hope that this episode was inspiring. If it was, definitely let us know over on Instagram. We love when you guys DM us, tag us because you're listening to a new episode. It really, really blesses us and encourages us to keep going because listen, it's kind of weird. Even though Chris and I are here, it's kind of weird for us to just talk to you guys and look at a screen. Like, that's just awkward. It's so nice. It doesn't matter what level of success you get to. It's so nice to hear from you guys and know that the podcast is making an impact in your life. So if you're watching on YouTube, leave us a comment. If you're listening on the podcast, let us know. And more importantly, send this episode to a business friend who might need some encouragement. Send this episode to a friend who might be in a season of shifting as well and just needs some strategy, some insight. This is how we get to help each other. And more importantly, it's how you support the podcast so that we can help encourage and bless more people. We love you. Thank you for being here. Un beso. If you guys want to attend the class, scalingblueprint.co. If you guys want to join us and hang out with us on Tuesday, one o'clock Central Standard, Scaling Blueprint. I can't even say that five times fast. (laughs) Scalingblueprint.co if you want to hang out with us on Tuesday. Love it. Bye, guys. We're interrupting the show real quick just to tell you about the sponsor of this episode. If you want to finally stop ghosting your audience for good and move away from inconsistency with your content creation, we have the perfect solution for you. It's our brand new content calendar playbook, and it's chock full of over 200 plus caption starters done for you, social media post prompts, and over 70 pages of templates and resources and tools so that you know exactly what to say to keep your audience engaged, excited, and coming back for more consistently. Listen, you know that your content has been a problem for a while. And if that's the case, it's time to get off your booty and actually do something about it. Just for our podcast listeners, you can go over to Content Calendar Playbook 
calendarplaybook.com. That's contentcalendarplaybook.com and get an incredible deal on 90 days of plus of content strategy that's done for you. You're going to absolutely love this new resource. And I know it's going to make a huge difference with helping you stay consistent with your content creation and getting back in the game when it comes to attracting attention for your business. Alrighty, back to the show.